This is the Pool Together Community Podcast. Pool Together is the world's number one no-loss prize savings account. You can visit pooltogether.com to deposit. You're listening to the Pool Together Community Podcast. It's your boy, Hot Mike, a.k.a. Tim, a.k.a. It's cold out and it's after Labor Day and I don't think that's right. New York City. Anyway, but the real thing here is that we're we're on with Sid, co-founder of Juno, which is uh, your and my favorite neobank, favorite fiat on and off ramp if you're living in the United States. So Sid, thanks for making time for the Pool Together community today. Tim, uh, Tim really glad to have, to be here. And uh, thanks, thanks for having me over here. Really excited to share whatever you want to ask me. And, uh, you know, really excited about uh, sharing our story with the with the OG users and community of that's right. I think Pull Together has that OG DeFi status, which is which is quite nice. I like to toss that around uh, when I talk to people about Pull Together. It's like, oh, wait, you're OG. You're tried and true. Love that. But Juno, Juno's been around for. Well, well, Sid, can you just start with just telling me how you got into crypto and then the story of how Juno started? Of course, of course. So, uh, you know, the way we got into crypto was pretty insane. Actually, we wanted to build a neobank in India. And what we realized was that banks are just not ready to part with their APIs and, and, you know, enable other people to actually come up with their own banking stack. We were kind of pushed into thinking, how do banks really work? They, they have a lending and a borrowing. Uh, I mean, that's the basic of a, basis of every bank, a lending and, lending and borrowing functions. And um, how do we really emulate that without the need of bank? How do, we, how do we get rid of the dependency on banks? And this was back in 2017 when the term DeFi did not exist. And DeFi is exactly that, right? DeFi did not exist. We were kind of pushed into thinking, how do we get rid of banks, uh, the, the dependency on banks, I mean, uh, and still do what we want to do and what we really intend to do, which is, uh, uh, you know, create a, creating a banking experience. Uh, and that's how we got pushed into, uh, and, and we started building a product called Nuo, Nuo.network. And... Uh, that's when, you know, all hell broke loose. We realized that, oh my God, there is a whole new industry out there which has which has a global appeal from day one because our product, when we launched it, within the first two weeks, we had users from more than 18 countries uh, who were using our product. Uh, we had close to around 3 to $4 million in AUM sitting in our uh, you know, in TVL, uh, in the web three world, TVL sitting in our um, smart contracts, and we were just we we were just uh, you know completely fabric flab, uh, fabricated. And uh, honestly, uh, that that was our first exposure to crypto uh, to web three. And in fact, we later we realized that what we were building was something in the in, was in a space called DeFi. So, so that, how did that's that our spread story. so fast? Was it just word of mouth? It was actually a lot to do with, uh, with Twitter. Uh, you know, we just released the product out there, uh, put it out there, uh, and we got the word out to certain. I mean, and and sorry, some some people actually heard about us because we we have we were a little active on Discord, uh, on some uh, sorry on Telegram back then, and uh, you know some communities on Telegram, and uh, some of the really really interesting whales. Who uh, you know really uh, tried? Who, who wanted to do something in? Uh, who who wanted to actually margin trade in DeFi, which was just not possible before Nuo. Uh, and and we had a concept. I mean, we we were the first ones to actually integrate meta transactions at the scale at which we did. So some of these folks really found our product super interesting, and the way we approached them super interesting. 
and then these guys just came on board uh and then just the, the word just spread like a virus it was crazy it was addictive honestly we'll continue then so you you got three to four million yeah. locked smart contracts you got users in 18 countries thanks to twitter and some telegram communities then what happened was that you know we we, we kept on building we kept on growing uh, and at one point, just before the DeFi summer, uh, we did something that was super unthinkable and something that everyone in the audience over here will just tell me, hey, what a stupid and crazy decision. But in hindsight, I don't regret it at all. All right. So what we did was we shut down. No, I'll just let that sink in. No, uh, that, all right. So that's ridiculous. Total <laughs> success. You're growing. Yeah, and then you shut it down. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. And the reason for that, uh, right. Um, so, uh, the way we had implemented the whole architecture, uh, was considering the fact that, Hey, a whole bunch of new DeFi users are going to come into uh, a whole bunch of new users are going to come into crypto and to DeFi. And we wanted to onboard them in the most seamless way possible. And due to that, we went in with the approach of meta transactions. And we also chose the approach of, uh, auto liquidation, uh, at the time of, uh, at the time of, uh, you know, loan uh, getting decollateralized. So we wanted to go ahead with an auto-liquidation approach, which uh, was powered by Uniswap and Kyber and a few other DEXs. Uh, and due to these two major architectural decisions, so, so there were two reasons. One was a technical reason and the other was a regulatory reason. And I'm just talking about the technical reason right now. So due to these two reasons, we, uh, we realized that, hey, if we are to, you know, we realized that Ethereum itself is not ready for... Um, uh, that kind of scale and that kind of, uh, the, the, the way we had architected it, Ethereum was definitely not ready to onboard, uh, tons of users with that particular architecture. And especially at the time of liquidation of loans, uh, you know, the, the approach that compound and other people had taken other DeFi players had taken, which was creating a market for liquidation of loans. I think that was the best approach back then. But if we were to do it right now, I think what we were doing, uh, if you would have continued to do right now, we probably, uh, Ethereum is probably ready for something of this sort uh, uh, right now, if not now, just after the merge for sure. So uh, that was the technical reason. And most importantly, the regulatory reason, you know, we, uh, we, we saw in and uh, post this decision of regulatory, we saw DeFi, uh, sorry, DYDX just shut down in US as well, right? And the reason for that was regulators were right down the throat. And we knew uh, we we kind of predicted this kind of uh, this kind of move from the regulatory bodies, from SEC, from from various different uh, bodies. And we realized that hey, if we are to build a business in which we don't know uh, after getting up, are we going to still be alive or are we we're going to be asked to shut down? Uh, we don't want to do that. Instead, what we want to do is we want to be in a space which is accepting of where we are, and then get and then you know go back to our goal of achieving. Uh, of of making uh, crypto mainstream, so that's when we actually started Juno uh, as as a neo banking product. And uh, when we started, there was almost nothing related to crypto. We started a neo banking product. We get we got uh, uh, our banking partners to trust in us, and you know we built out the fraud systems. We built out the uh, KYC AML systems. We built out the support system. Uh, you know customer support system. We we built out like crazy number of boring things that no one really wants to do. Uh, but we had to, we, you know, we had to do this in order to make sure that, hey, crypto is actually becoming mainstream. And now we are at a position in the last uh, seven to eight months since we have actually uh, launched crypto inside Juno as well. Now we are at, at right at the intersection of banking and crypto. 
and because we have the uh, you know the crazy experience of going through that whole nuo defi journey uh, and we have the crazy experience of building a, a boring fintech traditional product which is which is uh, juno minus crypto uh, sometime back i think we are the we are at the best position to uh, define the next set of products to kind of make a crypto native users lifestyle as seamless as possible and that's our journey and here we are right now so i mean i i was when i first so my journey was in 2019 i dabbled in crypto uh i dabbled in pulled together i dabbled in a little bit but i just got pissed off because of transaction fees and i was like i put 200 in and i had 30 dollars by the end of it i'm like you know what forget it i'm gonna come back like next year so i i dabbled in 2019 i dabbled in 2020 and um and then and then like i was full-time in 2021 in november and and what i needed to really get full-time into crypto or really get into it was an on-ramp a fiat on-ramp and at that point it was dharma and so i started using dharma and i really liked it i had a good experience but then what the OpenSea acquired them i think i think it was acquired by OpenSea and shut it down and so i'm just yeah. floating out there like what do i do I don't have a like a fee-less on off ramp, and that's how I got connected with on Juno at the time, which is now Juno. So um, uh, it's been really a cool, even just to see how much you're, you've shipped between. I think I probably started using Juno in like January of 2022 to now. It's a completely different product. Uh, as far not even completely different. Sorry, just I love how you said Juno minus crypto equals boring. But but there's so much crypto in it now. You've got Optimism, you've got Matic, you've gotten so many different um, uh, chains in there, and so it's been really cool. And and I'm talking with your uh, with Pratik, who who does product, and uh, just sent me over this. I'm gonna drop this in the chat. It's Juno Pay, which is really cool because now I don't even have to deal with Juno the boring financial part. I've just got Juno Pay, right? So that is this a this is a new product? Has it been around? Am I, am I just now finding out about this and it's been around and, and I've been like, where have you been all my life? What a, what a crazy summarization, uh, Tim. Uh, appreciate appreciate all the kind words. Uh, and yes, to answer the question, this ha this product is a new product. Uh, we were in the works of you know building all the infrastructure out there uh, to just get the funds into the system and quickly to convert that into crypto. We've Now that we've mastered that and we've, you know, the, the whole conversion between USD and crypto and back from crypto to USD, that entire journey and that entire infrastructure is mastered. And now is the right time to actually go and, uh, you know, create a new thing like JunoPay and go ahead and, uh, and uh, uh, you know, uh, j just offer these product offerings uh, to various different DeFi players and to various different uh, dApps and and you know even L2 protocols and and so on. So just given the fact that we've created that infrastructure, given the fact that we've created uh, the trust with our banking partner, are kind of the best system out there for you to on ramp your users or new users and even existing users, honestly, uh, to go directly from USD into whatever protocol you want. Uh, currently, we're supporting Optimism, Arbitrum, uh, Polygon, and and a bunch of other L2s as well. Uh, we are integrated with a bunch of different wallets as well. So, uh, you know, uh, having, and, and I'm sure you, you're on talks with Pratik for, for just bringing that on to uh, pull together as well. So, you know, it, it's, I think the kind of response that we are getting uh, after just launching this new category of product called uh, Juno Pay is just tremendous. And uh, this is something that we did not really 
expect would blow up so soon, but it is happening. And it is, I think, you know, exactly why this is happening as well. For sure. Yeah. When I first got into Juno, I was thinking it was more for like sending money abroad, particularly because that was some of the messaging on the site, um, which is beautiful. I mean, that's a that's a perfect use case for it is uh, and it's only available in the United States uh, still. Right. So 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 but now I'm seeing like, I mean, as I'm using it, I'm kind of rolling my own um, how to work in Web3, be a freelancer, contractor, multiple positions. Thing. So Juno is now my, like my business checking, basically. And then I'm using Opolis as a, um, a payroll provider and healthcare provider for, for me. And then um, I'm looking at Rain for like business, like corporate card stuff. But then also I was talking to Pratik about how Juno can be a corporate card too. So I'm kind of rolling my own stack. Uh, and there's this, I feel like this whole market out there of just like the crypto, uh, workers, you know, like, especially in the United States of just like the, the new freelancing, you know, career that people are having in web three and how Juno can be, um, key to that. So I wonder, I wonder, um, you know, you have all these bonuses and like user acquisition stuff. Where is Juno headed now? I feel like at some point these have to wind down and uh you know you right now juno absorbs freeze right now there's like you know you get you get uh some juicy yield on the stuff if you keep it with juno what's what's next for juno with that yep yep uh tim interesting interesting points out there and uh you know i'll just try to uh answer them one by one so uh when we uh started building this uh you know from the crypto side as i mentioned we really appreciate and acknowledge and you know understand how crypto natives work uh and uh that's that's how we started thinking about, you know, how would crypto natives rethink banking products, banking products as they exist in the traditional rails, but just add a twist to, uh, to them. Uh, how, how would crypto natives really think about them? And that's when we started uh, identifying certain things. So, for example, uh, when you're getting your paycheck uh, in your checking account, you have to go ahead and convert it into crypto because you want it in crypto. Uh, but how do we make that better? hey, why don't we just add the feature of auto-convert your paycheck into crypto and start earning your paycheck in crypto? And that's that's one of the features that that are that have been live in the product since a while and people are, you know, crypto natives are loving to use that. So uh, that, that's one of the products. Uh, then uh, another product that, uh, you know, again, as an example of how would crypto natives rethink banking is uh, the fact that you have crypto in your wallets, but you, but you have to convert it into USD before spending it via your debit or credit card. And uh, again, why do, why do you have to go through that hassle when you can really just spend your uh, crypto using your debit card? And that's another feature that we've added. Similarly, we're going to add bill pay. We're going to add a bunch of other uh, such features, just rethinking as to how would crypto natives um, think about, about uh, traditional banking products. Um, as far as the user acquisition incentives and, and a bunch of yield and other things go, uh, with respect to yield, we have actually stopped all crypto yield uh, in the platform, natively in the platform. Obviously, users can you know feel free to uh, just take away that crypto after buying from their US dollar, take away the crypto, uh, their ETH and, and USDC and put it in various different platforms like pool together to earn crypto, to earn uh, yield. Uh, but natively, we have stopped any uh, giving away of any yield. And the reason for that was, again, you know, the crazy amount of things that happened after the whole fall of 3AC and and uh, Terra and, and all those things, uh, due to which everyone realized that, hey, we're not, you know, if you're 
if 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 there is a yield in any product at the end of the day you're lending to a risky business or to a semi risky business whatever it is but at the end of the day you're lending and there is risk involved and you got to take it back or at least give it in the right form to the users so that was the reason why we actually took back yield we will introduce yield back into the product after some time um and we will be extremely happy and you know we we'll, we'll actually be exploring various different products like pool together uh, i'm sure pool together is one of them uh, is is the prime uh, of them as to how we can actually get more users into pool together and and such other protocols where they can start earning yield or they can start earning in some way or the other as as you guys offer so uh, with respect to yield i just wanted to clarify that with respect to where we are headed in terms of user acquisition bonus uh, and and other such bonuses <clears throat> and cashbacks and and various other things uh what we're really doing is uh we are and this is some alpha uh, i just just uh you know keep it to yourselves right now and we will be doing announcements properly in the coming weeks uh but we are going to be launching our loyalty program token right so what this means is it's it's a token which is a reward program of juno so as long as you're using juno as long as you're using a bunch of different uh, things inside juno in in ways which uh, you know crypto natives would typically use juno uh you would be able to earn uh juno coins and uh and uh you know that's how we plan to essentially uh, just convert those existing bonuses into uh these juno tokens so that's that's like you know i ju- i don't want to reveal much about it yeah uh, but yeah that's the plan yeah Well, we we're going to release this like next week. So if you need me to edit something out, I'll talk to Pratik and like just make sure that's cool to keep it leave it leave in or whatever. But that sounds awesome. And that's different than yield, right? It's it's not it's it's uh so there'd be yield plus token or the token is the new yield. Oh, it is completely different from yield. Uh this is so so you know just think of it from uh more from first principles than what we would have uh, seen anywhere else. So just think of uh an amex card with the yes, uh, amex loyalty points right exactly yep. and that that's exactly how we should think about uh, these tokens so they have got nothing to do with yield in fact uh, for all our purposes we don't want to value these coins as well uh, uh and and you know whatever values the community uh, what, sorry whatever price the community decides for these tokens that will be it and we will not even be part of the whole price discovery process so uh it's definitely not part of any yield it is not a yield at all it is just a loyalty token that that is going to be given to users which can be redeemed in our platform in various various interesting ways uh and that's something that we will definitely reveal uh, going forward uh but yes this is how uh, we are thinking about uh, juno tokens definitely not yield definitely uh, something that is rewarding loyal users of juno that that's so great i, I- I have a couple more questions but I want to ask this one first because it'll affect my my the series of questions coming is who is your target audience who you you've said crypto native a bunch now and and maybe that's your audience or maybe there's somebody else that you're like is it onboarding crypto crypto curious or are you going after like the hardcore like like who's primary audience for Juno that's an amazing question so there are three types of uh, users that exist in the market one is crypto natives oh sorry one is hardcore defi users who've gone crazy into crypto and and you know they are either defi or bitcoin or whatever right and they've gone like crazy into crypto they are probably whales and or probably not they've used most of the product the other is uh people who are 
passively just invested in, into some of the cryptos. They know how things work. They know, uh, you know, that there's a concept of L2, ETH merge and, and a bunch of these things. Uh, and then uh, the third one is uh, crypto curious, right? And these guys are uh, the ones who, who are probably just about to invest in crypto or who are yet to be educated enough to invest into crypto. So uh, the way we are, uh, you know, doing things right now and, and the way we are targeting things, uh, we are targeting the second audience uh, right now, which is people who are deeply embedded into the ecosystem, but probably are not whales, probably are not like the most hardcore DeFi users, but these guys are crypto native enough. They have probably passive investors into crypto. They're probably into some uh, different protocols. They've probably, uh, you know, gotten some, earned some or, or lost some money in the whole NFT saga that happened. And, and a bunch of, uh, you know, and, and this is the kind of cohort that we're going after right now. And we want to make sure that we are solving for these, these uh, users. The, the third cohort, which is the crypto curious cohort, that is something that we want to leave for the bigger players out there who have the capacity to educate these users to come into crypto. Uh, and once these guys get converted into crypto is when we want to target them and we want to, you know, make sure that they get the best uh, crypto native banking experience ever possible. Over time, of course, over a few uh, uh, months, uh, we might uh, transition into more crypto curious users. But as of now, it is just those uh, crypto native folks. And then, and then within that crypto native sector are, are we it, it seems more like a personal checking kind of experience rather than like a business checking but i feel like there's i mean in some of the things that you said said is like there, there seems like some more business type features coming um and so yeah just thinking about that are you who are you to, it's more of like a everyday life I want to pay for your coffees and stuff not necessarily pay for all your business expenses kind of checking experience that's absolutely correct, uh, Tim. Uh, just uh, the everyday experiences is what we are going uh, targeting for. But uh, you know, we are we are constantly and actively getting this feedback from our users, uh, from the community that hey, uh, why don't you guys do something for my? I mean, I have a business and I want to use Juno for that. And we are, uh, you know, now we, we're kind of going back and forth uh, in in strategizing whether we want to go that route right now or do we want to want to go that route later. Uh, probably a few months later. That's the only question. We're definitely going to go there sometime in the future, but just don't know whether it's going to happen in the near or the further future. Yeah, totally. Uh, and so uh, one of the reasons, just backtracking a little bit as far as like the juicy yields go, uh, and I know that you've turned that off just because of the current market conditions for sure, is uh, I I noticed that actually. I noticed that my my app didn't have like what I'm earning Checking still earns, I, I have metal checking, and so I'm getting a bonus there, or I could, if I don't have it in crypto. So I got to figure all that out. But I do have this like on track to earn a certain amount for September. But I guess that's yep. like what I, what I guess what I've had so far or something. Anyway, that's really, I just love that. Well, I love just that. to, oh, just to clarify that it is, uh, it is uh, what we've done is while we've re just removed the uh, crypto yield, we have actually uh, upped our Fiat yield. So we were giving 1.2% earlier on the USD, uh, on, on USD per annum. Now we are uh, bumped that up to 2.15%. And uh, that is what you're probably, 2.15% uh, and that is what you're probably, um, you know, th that's what you're seeing on the app, that you're on track to earn certain dollars 
because of the USD that is existing in your bank account. Okay, yeah, I'll figure it out. We don't need to solve all my problems right now, but this is great. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I do think that there's always this temptation to scope creep in crypto because like the world is your oyster. Everything is possible. Um, it, you're just limited by your develop the, the ability to develop or the ability to qu acquire users or the ability to generate yield. Uh, so what's the future for Juno? What's the, what can we, what, what other, you know, you've told, you give us a little bit of alpha or, or even like maybe not what's going to happen, but what you would like to see happen, Sid, like what's your vision? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's an interesting question. So, uh, of course I've, I've given you guys some uh, alpha about, uh, Juno coins. Uh, what is, or what is really more interesting, uh, and what is really more, uh, enticing to me is what happens post that right and how do how does the product evolve how does the whole um company evolve uh and the way uh, i'm thinking about it right now is that we need we are just a uh, juno is just a gateway into crypto we are not a killer a crypto uh, we, we are not a killer app in crypto we are just a gateway to all the killer apps in crypto right and when we are treating ourselves as that, what that means is that we want to enable our users to be seamlessly entering into all the crypto uh, killer apps in crypto. And how do we really enable that? I think, you know, as anyone would just say, if you want to use any yield product or if you want to use pull together, or you want to use anything, what you really need is you need a self-custodied wallet and not a centralized wallet. You need a self-custody wallet, uh, which will go and interact with various different uh, smart contracts, right? And that is where we want to head eventually, uh, that, hey, we are at the gateway of crypto and banking, so we will enable you to convert your US dollar into crypto. But once you get into crypto, we don't want to restrict you by our centralized wallet that we uh, support. What we want to do is we'll probably enable a uh, self-custodied wallet inside Juno maybe or or you know make it extremely easy for you to go in and take it out into any of your uh, self-custodied wallet and um, then you can you know do whatever you want with it so uh, so it's your money so it's your keys and it's your uh, uh, property and it's your it's it's under your custody but it's so closely attached to the to the banking product that if you want to buy and sell at any point if you want to spend it buy it sell it earn in crypto uh, and and put it directly in your self custody wallet. It should be super duper simple for you to do it, and then you can go and interact with any Web three wallets or sorry, any uh, smart contracts or protocols. That's that's a part of the vision that we have for us. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think the way that crypto or or Web three even is just the the abstracting away of all of these different steps, uh, so that the user doesn't even have to think about even yield or or where to like you know how to be crafty or whatever it's just like you, you just want to do something and let the let the code do it for you or or, or predict what you want to do and do it um i i've i've used coinbase now as this uh in what i think you're talking about is is this kind of like built-in dap wallet browser thing and even using that it's just very clunky and like i set up to be more secure i set up an allow yeah. list so then i had to wait like five days for for a move that i made to actually happen and i'm trying to do like this tutorial to show how easy it is to use coinbase but in my quest to be more secure i've made it more difficult for myself so 
um, it's really it's really nice to use stuff that's really easy to use. But once you start getting to the bleeding edge of what's possible, it becomes difficult again, or it breaks or stuff. So, um, yep. but but I I mean I love I love Juno and the fact that it makes it it it's that you're doing all the hard work for us to make things easier so that when I talk to my mom or my, you know, people who aren't so tech savvy, uh, I can show them a product like Juno and it makes it easier for them. Absolutely. And in fact, you know, we uh, believe that we are really first principle thinkers and uh, we tend to reimagine uh, user experiences in ways that other people are, are have not been able to. Uh, and, uh, that that's uh, you know so you can really totally expect a different kind of an experience uh, than uh, what you're talking about uh, with with other uh, players in the market. So one of the things that I try to do, so I, I'm doing business development for Pool Together right now, um, and I also do like silly songs for Wasis, but that's like my those are my two roles in crypto. And uh, in as I've been trying to think about ways to partner with different key platforms, protocols, chains, communities, all of that, I've been going the route of integrations thus far. I always want to think like, how can we get Juno into pool together and pool together into Juno? And um, that's generally very difficult to do. Like I would love to see pool together as the savings account option for Juno where you can win prizes uh, instead of like a guaranteed yield, you can actually have like um, the variance. You could play the variance and potentially win way big for your smaller deposit, uh, but you also not win very big. And and then the other thing about pool together is you can delegate it out. You can give your prizes to other people if you want at no loss. So uh, there's all these cool things. But what I'm finding with integrations because they're so hard <laughs> is like sometimes it's just about like telling users of one who really like one product about another product that they might like and vice versa. So I wonder, just Sid, what are your thoughts on BD as you're, as you're navigating crypto and, and, and creating partnerships with Juno, but not wanting to feature scope creep? Right. Such a, uh, I, I believe this is kind of a loaded question, but, uh, uh, I'll, I'll try to answer it as to, much as I can. I'm not like, <laughs> yes, tell us how you're going to partner with Pool Together or like that kind of thing. Right. Uh, so, uh, you know, one thing that we've observed uh, while trying to get some partnerships with uh, JunoPay, uh, since we just very recently launched, uh, one thing that we've observed is uh, that it is very different from any other business development uh, process where most of these companies, they expect people, business development executives to come in suits and you know boots and come and pitch and and you know try to uh, just influence the key execs' decisions to integrate with their products and tools and and uh, suites, right? So it's definitely extremely different uh, what we have seen right now with respect to the various different integrations that have actually happened uh, because it has literally happened with uh, you know our head of products and and our uh, uh, product leads just randomly pinging people on twitter on discord that hey uh, you know we have this interesting thing are you are you going to be interested in checking us out and and it more or less it just turns out that you know these guys are also uh, the, the other people are also like hungry to really learn anything that's happening in this space because it is so early and because uh, it is not those uh, you know traditional old school people who are who are uh, on the other side of the table. So 
BD in this space is super interesting and someone who's just aggressive enough, someone who's just young and, you know, passionate, he or she will just be, uh, you know, I think Pratik can, can vouch for this much more because we, we didn't even realize when he actually went ahead and spoke to like four partners who were ready to integrate uh, as soon as possible, right? So uh, that's, that's the kind of power that um, any space which is so early in its life cycle provides and gives. Um, having said that, what we are looking at uh, when we look at any partnerships is regulation and the fact that we have a banking partner to go answer things to. Uh, is super duper important from our perspective as well. So in order to bring any experience native and in-house in Juno, I, uh, that is one basic check that we need to uh, have passed. Uh, if it's, if you know, the, the integration requires users to go onto other platforms and do a bunch of things, then that's a whole different ballgame. But if it, if it requires users to come onto a, sorry, to be in our platform and do those things natively, uh, then, uh, you know, that, that, that is uh, where we are, uh, uh, that, that's why we have a set of rules, basically. But um, when it comes to other people asking for partnerships to... to uh, and, and this is what we are seeing right now. We, we're literally seeing, uh, you know, people in the, in, in the DeFi community, they're just coming up to us, telling us that, hey, your Juno Pay product looks interesting. Uh, we've seen it in a bunch of other places. Uh, can we get started uh, with, with some conversations? And then that leads to integrations very, very quickly. That's great. I'm actually messaging with Pratik right now uh, about that. Awesome. I, I love the hustle. And then with Juno Pay, I mean, is it? It's just as simple as dropping a link on a site, right? Is that? Is that? Uh, I'm not technical, uh, but I like to fancy yeah. myself somewhat technical. But that's what it seems like. It just seems like, Absolutely. hey, it's a super simple integration. Dropping links on sites are great. You just have to make it secure or feel secure for the. You just need to put a button out there. Go and buy whatever coin you want with Juno supports. And uh, then we take it from there. That's it. That button will be created by a UX designer or we can do that for you. And then uh, it's just a one line integration on the front end. Well, that's great. I mean, uh, I, what are your thoughts on uh, the, the conference scene? Like, how do you see growing Juno's user base with those crypto, with the crypto natives? How do you go out and, and continue to build and, and grab people? Is it features? Is it more product development? Or is it like in-person stuff? I'm sorry, uh, can you repeat that? Tim? I'm just saying, how, how is Juno going to like get those next, you know, million users or, or thousand users or whatever your next target is? Like, I assume that that's the, the next step for you. I mean, you're building so much with product. It's all the features and stuff. But I mean, you even said you've, you've, I, th I forgot what, how exactly you phrased it, but you basically have perfected, like you really have, like this neobank experience is really nice. But now it's, I just feel like it's like putting people in the top of the funnel. And what's the plan for doing that? Like how, how do you get that next thousand users or the next 10,000 users? Got it. So uh, the way we're looking at it is, uh, you know, in order to go from, I mean, we've kind of gone from zero to one and now we want to take it from one to a crazy number. And and that is uh, that is... And, and the most important thing for that is, you know, just identifying who your core users are and who we want to target. And, and I'm just talking about in any business and this applies to us uh, more so than anywhere else. Uh, so uh, what is our target market? Who is our core user? Identifying that and then figuring out where do these guys hang usually? Where do they spend most of their time? Uh, is it Facebook? Is it Instagram? Is it Discord? Is it Reddit? Uh, is it uh, some... NFT events, 
where exactly do they spend uh, their their bunch of time? And uh, once you figure that out, then the next step is, hey, what really motivates them? What can we do to really win them over? And what can we do to just make sure that our proposition, our value proposition is presented to them in the most awesome way or in the most uh, uh, honest way possible? And and this is the process that we are going to follow and uh, we are following already. And just having Juno Pay go and sit in various different places where these guys already hang solves the second part of the puzzle. And then adding uh, Juno Coin uh, actually solves the third part of the, uh, we believe might solve the third part of the puzzle much quicker than what is happening right now. And uh, the value proposition becomes much more, uh, you know, the, the pull becomes much stronger as compared to what is happening right now. So I think that's where we are headed and that's how we think about the next um, million users. That's great. I've added Pratik here just, just from his request. He had something to say. I did not know you were known as Hot Mike here. What, what is it on him? Because when the mic's hot, you know, I left my oh. mic on. It was a hot mic. Then I became hot mic. Yes, it's very confusing for people. I love it. Love it. Love the name. Uh, hey, 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 everyone. Just, I just wanted to add uh, one point. You know, I think uh, Tim mentioned about, you know, hey, can we see pool together in Juno? Or like, where, or is that even possible? So I uh, just want to add one, like my two cents to that. So we like we are big fans of uh, pool together. Uh, I mean that's why even said said is here. I'm I'm here, uh, and I think Tim and I have been talking for a long period of time and how could we actually you know integrate uh, pool together directly to Juno? But the biggest blocker has been like the regulatory issue, right? The compliance issue. How do we make it uh, compliant, right? That that has been the biggest challenge. And I think Sid has also mentioned about how are we going to introduce like a Web three wallet but abstract it all away. So the kind of future which we look at, you know, and I think pretty much the industry is also heading towards, right, uh, is that you'll be able to, like, go to, uh, you know, earn the yield from pool together just one step directly from your Juno checking account, right? It has to be that easy. That's only that, that, that exactly when uh, Tim's mom can, you know, like or any crypto normie, right, like my mom or my dad, you know, can just go and, you know, just use an app like pool together. So others, yeah, I think that's that's where the future is headed. Right now, we 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 all folks. It's really early. We can do. We have we are doing around like thirty steps, or maybe you know fifty to uh, fifty uh, thirty to fifty steps to just you know earn and yield and put together. Let's say maybe an optimism or an Ethereum in it, but it has to be very simple. Right? It has to be one click, and that's where it will actually be accessible to the next hundred million users. So that's where we see the future uh, future at. And yeah, like Sid mentioned, in terms of first principles. I'm pretty sure that's UI will not be there till now, which you have not noticed, where it's going to be like, hey, your money goes from your checking account in USD to directly, you know, it's it's earning yield and on pool together, like in the next step itself. So yeah, pretty excited about this. That's awesome. Two things I realized. One is I talk about my mom a lot on this show, so it feels like therapy <laughs> to me. So I thank you both for that. And second of all, I feel like Pratik and I are like besties now. I'm, I'm pretty soon we're going to invite each other to each other's birthday parties and stuff. It's going to be great. We talk so much in the DMs. So I've got two more questions left for you, uh, and I'm going to ask them both right now, and I would love to hear both your thoughts. But how can Pool Together help Juno? What's, uh, what's, what's uh, you know, what are your needs? I see you're hiring a lot. Uh, we have a, a, a pool of talent here. Um, you know, do, do we need to put out more content about Juno? What, what are the, how can this community help your community? And then the second thing is Mumbai or Bangalore? Go. Second one, the tough one. I think it's going to be like a battle between Sid and me over here. Second question, <laughs> I know you. 
Then you want to take the. You go ahead, take the first one, Pratik. I think you are you are besties with. Yeah. So I think like like a couple of ways in which you know which the community can get uh, involved is uh I mean hey if if you if you can go to a careers page you can see uh the kind of uh jobs which are relevant for you if you feel there's a match we are at the intersection of web two and web three uh this so called C D five right which the goal of the goal of the mission for us is to have like a fintech in the front end uh and DeFi in the back end yeah it's like the basic uh bankless mullet. Uh, so if you're interested in that, if you want to make it, if you want to make crypto more accessible to the next 100 million users, and if that's something what resonates with you, please go to the careers page and, you know, just do apply over there. That's one way to get involved. Another way to get involved is directly as a user, right? Uh, since Sid has mentioned about Juno coins too, uh, if you open a check, a Juno checking account, you can not only like experience the product, but you can also earn some, you know, free money, which is like, uh, Juno coins. So yeah, um. Couple of ways to get involved, uh, and I think Sid, if you have any other ways, or I think yeah, I think that these are like the two ways in which you can definitely get it. Yeah, and uh, you know if you really love the product, if you, if you just just go and try to use uh, Juno if you haven't already, and if you use if you love the product, then and you know you would like to just spread the word, just go and do referrals on on the platform. We have a crazy referral uh, incentivization program, uh, and just go and tweet about hundred dollars for yeah, hundred dollars. And then, uh, and then for customer support, uh, what's what's the ideal flow for that? Uh, when you, when as people are checking it out and they wanted to like suggest features to you, we have a lot of that, right? We love we love to oh, you should totally have this and this and this and this and this. And apparently, some some startups love hearing that. I'm not sure if Juno wants to hear all of that, but I'm sure you'd be receptive to it. Where do we put that sort of feedback for you? Multiple places, right? You can either, I mean, the most best place would be in Discord in itself. Uh, we, the product team is chilling in our Discord, so you can always just directly talk to the product team and be like, hey, you know what, can you add this, you know, and just put out your reasons and why you want this. Uh, and it might, like, you know, and I think a lot of features has been added, right? A lot of cashback brands has been added also that way. Like, you know, someone's like, hey, there's a, there's a local the shop here, can you add it as a brand? And he was like a, a, a core user, a Discord user, so he just added it as a cashback brand. So, yeah, feel free to hit us on Discord. I think that's the best way to go about it. But then there are the more formal ways to go about it. So we we are we fancy ourselves as a cool bank, cool neo bank, right? Uh, that in in any of your other banks, you would definitely not be able to chat with uh, the product folks in in that particular uh, company. But you can just hit us up on Discord, man. Yeah, I know. That's so cool. Like what bank is telling you to get on Discord? I love that. Also, uh, product idea for you. I would love to get some Juno merch, but like. Can you, I'm waiting for some crypto company to do this protocol to do this is like mimic all of the, the FinTech merch, but make it crypto, but like in ironic ways. So can we get some like FinTech vests or something like puffer vests, but like make it Juno and make it funny? I don't know. I, I think that'd be hilarious. That's super interesting. I think or, we should or, totally do that. <laughs> yeah, or like Juno mullets. Like, let's get some Juno mullets, right? That's what we're doing. Like, TradFi in the front, DeFi in the back. Okay. All right. Wow. Wow. We've digressed. Wow, wow. Juno mullets. Well, Sid, Pratik, thanks so much. I know, I know you got a hard stop, and it's been so good to have you on the pod. I've been waiting for this for so long, and it exceeded all of my expectations. And uh, looking forward to continuing to partner with Juno. Uh, Going to put out some content about this Juno Pay, which is super sweet. And uh, and I'll keep using it. Keep giving you feedback in the Discord. So thanks so much. Thanks, thanks for having us here, and thanks everyone for patiently uh, listening to the call. Uh, excited to have this call, and yeah, looking forward. To hopefully, you use Juno and experience the experience of product. Yeah, and uh, Tim, you've been a. 
exceptional host. Thanks for listening to the Pool Together Community Podcast. You can visit pooltogether.com to deposit, and we'd love to hear what you thought about today's episode. So visit the Pool Together Discord and let us know.